More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. So apparently you are the worst person in the world if you want to vet the 95,000 Afghans that were somehow able to get on planes, get onto that tarmac in Kabul, and were allowed to go through the Taliban's checkpoints. You're the worst person in the world if you want to vet those people. You're basically spawn of Satan. You are going to be ridiculed as being um, inhumane. You're, you're basically the devil. Because no one should be asking any questions about resettling these people that obviously deserve to be resettled. Now, I lay that groundwork for you, the framework of what I just said there, for one simple reason. That's exactly now what Democrats are trying to do. They are trying to force you and I into submission. That if we ask any questions about the people that got on those planes or any questions about the people that are being resettled, that immediately you're like a racist, a bigot. We're going back to that. You disagree with us, you're racist. You ask questions, you're a bigot. Anything else outside of that, you're the worst person in the world, and we're going to attack you and tell everybody you are the worst person in the world. Welcome to the Democratic Party. Now, I want to go back to Kabul just for a moment, and let's let's really talk about the facts, okay? There was really no time once the Taliban took control of the country, and they took control very quickly, as we all know. There was not really any, any point after that that the Taliban and basically terrorists, not basically, let's just call it what it is, terrorists, we're not in charge of who did and who did not get to the airport. Now, there were rushed to the airport. Some people may have been able to sneak through. That's possible. Very possible. There were no doubt some good people that got out. And there's no doubt that there are some people that certainly lied to get out of the country or get to the front of the line or even get on the tarmac. Then there's part two of the conversation that we're having, and that's this. Is there a chance that the Taliban could have purposely let terrorists through? Is there a chance that the Taliban, while they were turning away actual Americans that needed to be deported, or I should say get out of the country, 
Is there a chance they were saying no to them and saying yes to those that were friendlies of the Taliban to leave the country, to act like refugees and come to the United States of America? Now, somebody would say, well, Ben, that's just too far-fetched for me. Is it? You're not letting Americans come on to the tarmac. You're not letting Afghan uh, individuals that have papers to come to America, that work for the U.S. government, that worked for the U.K. and others to get into the airport. But somehow there's still people that are coming in. Okay? Somehow there's still people that are coming in. Is there a chance that a terrorist organization like the Taliban could actually be letting some of theirs through, knowing that there's a good chance once they get on that tarmac they're going to be flown somewhere else in the world? I think the answer is probably yes. Yet, here we are. Headline, more GOP governors back Biden's plan to resettle 95,000 Afghans in their states. Now, is it wrong for a Republican governor to allow Af- Afghan refugees, right, those that helped America, those that need to get out of the country, those that worked alongside us, to resettle in their states? Of course not. I want to make that clear. Okay, I don't, <coughs> excuse me, think that this is an all or nothing Scenario. I don't believe that you're a good Republican if you immediately say no to anybody coming from Afghanistan. Right. I don't I don't think that makes you a, quote, real conservative. I want to make that clear. But what we are saying is we're seeing more and more Republican governors across the United States of America who are now coming out publicly supporting President Joe Biden's massive refugee resettlement operation out of Afghanistan, which is set to bring at least ninety five thousand Afghans to the U.S. over the next year. You notice what I just said there. Notice what I just said over the next year. Let's hit the pause button here for a second. All the people they're now talking about are people that didn't get out when they needed to. Right. All the people are now talking about reselling the U.S. are people that are in the future that we're apparently going to get out. Should you be scratching your head about that? Yes, you should. See, early on when they were talking about this, you thought they were talking about the same way I was, the people that had already gotten out. No, 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 no. This is more people, new people, at least 95,000 Afghans over the next year. That changes the scenario, doesn't it? Quite a bit. In fact, Biden has now requested of your dollars, your tax dollars, $6.4 billion in taxpayer money to resettle 95,000 Afghans across the U.S. over the next year. You will pay for that. In a call with reporters this week, the administration officials said the White House would request Congress to authorize the $6.4 billion in funding to resettle tens of thousands of Afghans across the country. Well, hold on a second. What about all the ones we already got out that I just mentioned a moment ago? Where did they go? No one's answering that question. But when they started talking about this, it sure sounded like they were talking about resettling the people at the tarmac. It's not. We're not talking about resettling the people at the tarmac, folks. We're talking about bringing in Another 95,000 completely outside of what we've already gotten out of Afghanistan. Chamber of Commerce is also launching an effort to funnel Afghans into U.S. jobs. That's right. The big money pro-amnesty U.S. Chamber of Commerce is already launching an effort to quickly funnel new arrived Afghans into the U.S. job market. 10.2 million job openings right now in the U.S. And they're like, bring us some Afghans. United States Chamber of Commerce, in partnership with multinational corporations, 
like Amazon and Walmart, is launching their new effort to quickly funnel newly arrived Afghans into the U.S. job market. This week, the chamber announced an initiative called the Coalition for Afghan Refugee Employment in the U.S., which will partner with Amazon, UPS, and Walmart to quickly get Afghans into American jobs after they arrive as part of President Joe Biden's massive resettlement operation. Now, this, by the way, is outside of the 95,000 I just told you about. It's getting confusing, right? What are we doing? Are we resettling people now that are currently coming into the country? Or is it that we're resettling people that we haven't gotten out of the country? Which one is it? They don't clarify. Devil's in the details, folks. The devil is in the details. What we do know now is that the Biden administration wants you to pony up some serious cash. They want you to pony up billions of dollars to bring more refugees into the United States of America. Now, I'm okay with bringing refugees into this country as long as we know who they are. Unfortunately, at this point, I clearly do not trust the vetting process. And I think probably most of you will agree with me that can tell me where they are right now. Can we just talk about that for a moment? Of all of the people, right, the, the, they want you to pat them on the back at the Biden administration. They want you to tell them how great they were because they had one of the, quote, largest airlift operations in history of the world that they, quote, did successfully, even though they left 10% of Americans behind. And the majority of people that we lift out of the country are actually not American citizens, which is also insane. And we didn't vet a lot of the people that we got out of the country. I'm still trying to figure out, like, where are they right now? Where did they go right now? Hard to get a good answer. But instead, they're going to tell you they want billions of your dollars to resettle 95 million Afghans in the U.S. When they won't even tell us what's happened to the people that have already gotten here. Should you be worried? Yes. Does it mean you're un-American or evil or mean? To ask basic questions like this, it is not evil, it is not mean, it is not un-American, and it's not unwelcoming. I genuinely want to welcome people into this country that want to be in this country and love America and helped America in Afghanistan. I do not want to let people in that don't love this country or certainly don't want to let in people that are tapped to terrorism. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me say this again. I don't mind letting Afghans in to the United States of America as long as they are vetted. I don't trust the vetting process because I don't trust this administration. I don't trust this administration on any of the decisions that they made in Afghanistan. They picked an arbitrary date so they could dance around and say, look what we did. They picked that arbitrary date aligned with the 20th anniversary of 9-11 so they could go out there and say, and Joe Biden could say, I'm different than all the rest. I'm better than all the rest. Look what I did. I got us out of the unjust war. You're welcome. Thank me for the rest of your life because I'm brilliant. That was supposed to be his legacy. They were warned, don't do this. And they did it anyway. They were also warned to not give up Bagram Air Base. And they did it anyway. They were warned not to get up the city of Kabul while we were getting Americans out. They did it anyway. They were warned to get Americans out faster. They did it in, before they announced that we were really going to leave. Before the Taliban started taking over. We also had this transcript of this call between Joe Biden and the president, the former president of Afghanistan. And it was very clear he was trying to put pressure on that former, now former president of Afghanistan to basically lie. Basically to lie and tell us that things were going well and that the Afghan military was going to hold back the Taliban. Basically, straight up lie to us. Change the truth. Change reality. Tell us what we want to hear, which is, you guys can hold the Taliban off, that the military's strong, that the Taliban won't be able to overrun you. That's what they wanted. That was the ball game. You know, you listen to Senator Paul, for example. He came out questioning Anthony Blinken and destroyed him, as he should. Just talking about how stupid they were to abandon the Bagram Air Base. Dedicated for an end to the Afghan war for over a decade. I'm glad it's finally over. But never in my worst nightmares could I have imagined that an administration would leave and leave $80 billion worth of weaponry to the Taliban. Dozens of planes and helicopters, thousands of armored carriers, hundreds of thousands of automatic weapons, and worst of all, 13 of our brave young men and women. Never in my worst nightmares did anyone or conceive of such a colossal incompetence. Abandoning Bagram Air Force Base, will be remembered as one of the worst military decisions in our history. Holding no one accountable, having everyone circle the wagons and say, hey, we all agreed abandoning a Bagram Air Force Base was a great idea. 
this is going to be remembered by the people holding no one accountable for letting the base go. It will be remembered. To add insult to injury, this week you've now released $64 million in aid to Afghanistan. Don't we have some prohibition against giving aid and comfort to the enemy? I mean, he's right. He's absolutely right. What you just heard there from Senator Paul is unbelievable. And it's not just that. Secretary Blinken even said thousands of U.S. legal permanent residents still remain in Afghanistan. So we're talking about importing another 95,000 while we still have thousands of U.S. legal permanent residents remaining there? Why are we making plans to bring in more? We don't even have the ones out that we want, that we need, that we promised we would protect and defend them. We don't we don't have an exact number, but it's in the I, but a, a round in number. The, in the thousands. Pardon? In the thousands. In the thousands. Yeah, in the thousands, folks. So let's just recap. We don't know who got on the planes. That's number one. We don't know if they were vetted. Okay. That's number two. We don't know how many Americans are technically left there, and we certainly don't know how many are left behind that are American assets, but we're making plans to bring in another 95,000. And if you want to know how great it's going over there right now with the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K, Secretary Blinken on U.S. weaponry, listen to this. Uh, Senator, I believe the... uh Equipment provided uh, over the last uh, 20, well, a little less than 20 years, 15 years, was about uh, $80 billion. Uh, of that equipment that re- that remains, as you know, it was given uh, some I, I, over to the Afghan security forces. And, of course, uh, some of that is now in the hands of the Taliban. So, so, so I was. I, I love this. And, of course, some of it's in the hands of the Taliban. Uh, let's go with all of it. Taliban took every damn thing they wanted. Taliban took it all, folks. Taliban grabbed all of it. Don't don't act like some of it or part of it, like 10% of it. Don't act like it's a small number. You got to understand who we left behind. You had a pregnant California woman who we did everything we could to bring her story up to congressmen, senators, and governors and the White House over the last couple weeks. It's been a joint effort by countless talk shows. That California woman was left behind, not allowed to get in the tarmac. She was kicked in the stomach by the Taliban, forced to hide out as they were looking for her. Representative Daryl Issa and others did everything they could to get her out of the country. Now, that American citizen who was hiding from the Taliban, stranded in Afghanistan, has been rescued. Representative Daryl Ice, a Republican from California, confirmed that the pregnant woman, who is only known as Nazria, is finally coming home to Southern California. She's a 25-year-old pregnant woman who was stranded in Kabul after the Taliban conquered Afghanistan and left behind. She made multiple attempts to access the Kabul airport, but was forcibly turned away, including one occasion where she was kicked in the stomach by the Taliban. The 25-year-old followed directions everything the State Department told her to do on where and how to enter the international airport. However, when she waved her American passport at Taliban militants, which was a signal the Biden administration promised would allow U.S. citizens to pass through Taliban checkpoints, she was denied entry. 
denied entry. Our troops were literally at the gate just waiting for us to continue walking, and they had blocked us. The woman said on Voice of America in an interview earlier this month, there was a time there was a time that like I went past them and started walking as fast as I can, and they started shooting right by my leg and told me to come back. It was so hard to get on a flight, she said. There were a couple of days where we had to sleep on streets. People were literally stepping over people. That's how bad it was. She continued, there's been days, you know, where I think to myself, am I going to make it home? Am I going to live here? Am I going to end up dying here? She was beaten by the Taliban and kicked in the stomach and has been in hiding, Congressman Issa said. The 25-year-old woman sheltered in place, hiding her identity in Kabul and depended on friends to bring her food and to keep her a secret. Reminds me of the heroes under the rule of the Nazis. The 25-year-old was trapped in Kabul after all U.S. forces were withdrawn from Afghanistan August the 30th. And despite President Joe Biden's promise to evacuate every American citizen before the withdrawal deadline, she was left behind with hundreds and hundreds more. On Friday, Congressman Issa announced that his office had facilitated her release. Weeks of work and countless hours of coordination paid off, he said in a press release. She's finally coming home. The woman traveled to Afghanistan in June to visit family and marry her now husband. The father of her child is unfortunately still stuck in Afghanistan. The woman's friends contacted ISIS after, ISA after the Taliban captured Kabul. Congressman ISIS's office had helped rescue more than 30 members of his district from Afghanistan since the Taliban overran the Afghan National Army and retook control of the country this summer. Now, I tell you this story to I want you to think about the work that went in to get one out. And now the Biden administration wants to just let 95,000 in. while we still have Americans left behind. You're moving on to resettle 95,000 Afghans in the states over the next year. And you can't even get the Americans out that are there right now. And you wonder why I don't trust their vetting process. This is why. Why would anyone trust them right now at this point? No one should trust them at this point. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, America has a heart of gold as a nation. I truly believe that. I believe that America is a place where we want to accept people that need help. I would be in favor of bringing in countless real refugees from Afghanistan or anywhere else in the world if we stopped having a wide open border. Call me old school. But when we are living in a time where we have just total chaos and anarchy at the border, I mean total chaos and anarchy at the border. You can just come across the border however you want to. Del Rio Mayor pleading for help from the White House. Uh, Mayor, so I know that you, as you said, you, you talked to Secretary Marocos, but I also you have been trying to tag President Biden on, on yeah. Twitter. Have you heard from him or his office or vice president's Not office? Not directly from the vice president or uh, president's office, unfortunately. Um, I have been just trying to spread the dire situation here. Um, right now, because of the conversation I had with, with Secretary Marocos, I, I now feel that that his office is fully aware of the situation here happening in real time. And would you want them to visit here? I, I, it's, I know that I was speaking about visiting. I think, I think the public needs to know about the transparency, what's happening in the, in the city of Del Rio, Texas. And I just feel that the White House definitely needs to address and address the situation in real time and let the American people know what's happening at their southern border. You know, that's the Del Rio mayor, I think, being as kind as he can possibly be. But you look at Biden's botched Afghanistan withdrawal, it continues to anger and frustrate Americans. And now they're saying we want to bring in more? We want to spend billions of your dollars to bring in more people over the 95,000 over the next year while we don't even have the ones out that we need to get out? Even the AP is now saying this is insane. Who goes ahead with a plan to bring in 95,000 refugees from Afghanistan with a border that we can't control and Americans that have been left behind. Who does that? Fox News Sunday, Chris Wallace. AP's Julie Pace said this. President Biden arguing last month the military can fight terrorists from outside Afghanistan. And the head of U.S. Central Command General Frank McKenzie Acknowledging Friday, a drone strike just as American troops were leaving hit the wrong people. This comes as new numbers from our Fox poll show. Approval of President Biden's handling of Afghanistan is now upside down. 60% disapprove, 
while 36 percent approve. And we're back now with the panel. Julie, President Biden was, as we say, already in trouble with the American people on the way he's handled Afghanistan. This tragic mistake with this drone strike is not going to increase public confidence in his handling. No, it's certainly not. And it is just a really horrific tragedy that this strike killed civilians in Afghanistan, including people who had worked uh, closely with Americans during the course of the war. In some ways, it's almost a fitting end to the, the real uh, the real mess that we've seen in Afghanistan in the closing weeks of the U.S. presence there. And I think one of the things that the White House you know, has kind of struggled to get their, their hands around here is the idea that actually the public has largely been supportive of the notion of getting American troops out of Afghanistan, but they have increasingly become frustrated and angry with the way that that drawdown has happened. And so the the ultimate uh, decision to leave may be seen as the right one by many people. The way it was handled uh, continues to, I think, really uh, frustrate again and anger a lot of Americans. And I think the question going forward is, what does the situation on Afghan in on the ground in Afghanistan look like in a few months? In a f- even the AP is saying on national TV, like, Americans are frustrated. They don't trust this administration. How would they get people out of this administration? They don't, this is impossible, what they're being asked to do right now. Americans are just trust this administration blindly. This administration has been clearly a disaster with Afghanistan. So then you decide, while all this is going down, that you want to go breaking news, we're going to, we want to bring in another 95 thousand breaking news we want to bring in another 95,000 Afghan refugees what in the hell are you talking about it makes no sense Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is an incredible event that is coming up in Florida, an event that if you've never been to it before, you need to check your calendar. It is a premier conservative event. The president founder of American Priority, an organization that is dedicated to promoting and supporting free speech and free association, uh, has been putting on AmpFest now for a couple of years. Uh, I've had the honor and the privilege to speak at AmpFest the last several years and, and doing it again this year. But this year, we're going to do something that's even more cool. We are going to be hosting... Uh, a celebrity golf tournament at Trump Doral. Uh, you fly into Miami, you head over to Trump Doral, and you can play golf with some uh, celebrities and PGA Tour golfers. I'm going to be hosting that event. And you guys listening get priority to play in that event if you want to. You can find out more by going to AmericanPriority.com, AmericanPriority.com, and you can actually sign up for the conference. Uh, this conference is one that you're going to be able to spend time with some of those brilliant minds in the conservative movement. This is an event that uh, you're going to want to mark your calendar for every year. People fly in from all over the country. It will be October the 7th through the 10th. Now, the golf tournament will be on the 7th, uh, and I want you guys to come because the proceeds are going to go to support our men and women that serve this country, wounded veterans. And that's exactly the reason why I'm hosting this event. Joining me now to talk about more about this is uh, Alex, Alex Phillips, uh, the president of American Priority. Alex, I appreciate you coming on tonight. And again, for people listening, make sure you go to the website, AmericanPriority.com. Alex, you guys put together this event, and I think this year is probably one of those years. It's more important than years in the past. And, and from my perspective, in the past, we had Donald Trump as president. It was more of a rallying cry for conservatives to come together. You got to hear, you know, great people like Don Jr. and the the Florida governor, Christy Nome. The list uh, goes on and on. Sarah Huckabee Sanders and I got to do a a prayer breakfast together on a Sunday morning. I mean, the the amazing uh, amount of conservative minds that get together at this conference it was it was was phenomenal. But we were winning then. This year, I believe, is so much more important because. This is a year where you need to arm yourself with the facts. You need to understand freedom. You need to understand what we're up against. This is a time to organize and to, and to pick candidates and to get behind people and to support different people around the country. And that's why I think AmpFest 21 is going to be, uh, you guys named it brilliantly, American Revival. That's exactly what we need right now to go up against the left. Uh, and I think this year is going to be that year where people come together and they leave inspired to go out to fight to take this country back. Your thoughts? So, you know, we're, we're doing the golf tournament. Uh, we're partnering with Code of Vets on that and yourself, um, you know, try to have some fun. You know, if you're a golfer, uh, this is a PGA-rated golf course, and we are going to be playing on the Blue Monster, 
which uh, for people that don't, if you're a golf fan out there listening right now, let me just tell you, the Blue Monster is, and you can Google it. It's at the Trump National Doral Resort. Uh, It is probably one of the most fun and toughest golf courses I've played in my entire life. And if you are a golf enthusiast, uh, ask any PGA Tour professional. This is one of those bucket list golf courses uh, that you get to play. And not only do you get to play it, but it happens to be at Trump National Doral. And and so you not only are we getting to raise money for Code of Vets uh, and support them and their cause with this golf tournament, but you get to make lifelong friends and play one of the best golf courses, certainly in the United States. Right. And uh, so, you know, that's just one of the things we have going on. So that same day, later on, we're going to have a pool party at the beautiful pool they have on the resort there. And uh, we're going to be blessed by having some live performances by folks from like uh, Bryson Gray and Patriot Jay. Also, we're going to have the great uh, Milk and Cooks DJ team brothers there uh, keeping us uh, keeping us lively. Um, but we're also going to have uh, some representation from uh, Simona Papadopoulos. Uh, she's a fashion designer. She's going to be showing off her uh, her swimsuit fashion there at the pool party. And then later on that night, we're going to have um, our Priority Pass party, which is basically a, uh, an event we have every year now. Uh, for our early adopters, people that bought tickets early, they, they are our priority path holders, and they'll get to hang out with some of the VIPs that night that are in town. Um, but then, you know, we have a lot of other stuff, too, that, you know, are important. You know, the next couple of days we'll have speakers uh, that are going to be talking about various issues all the way from, you know, medical freedom to, you know, what's going on uh, in, you know, in the life of Matt Gates and, and, and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to be talking about China. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, educational freedom, people that are, you know, are homeschooling. Uh, we're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, religious uh, leaders there on Saturday, I mean, on Sunday, you know, doing some non-denominational stuff. Uh, we're also having our first annual uh, DJT Awards. I want to talk real quick about something that I think for so many people, uh, if you're looking and go online, uh, you, you can check out everything that we're talking about now by going to AmericanPriority.com. But but we're going to have General Michael Flynn is, is one of the people that's going to be speaking. His story is going to be one that I think is really going to resonate with people because he was attacked by this government after serving this government. And now that we've seen in, in the last several days this Hillary Clinton campaign attorney be indicted for lying to the FBI, the same FBI that basically set up Flynn to try to get him to turn on the president, uh, and we know how that ended. Ha- hearing his story firsthand is something that everybody needs to hear. It's incredible. Well, I think that um, you know he's going to go throughout. He's going to be known in history as being one of the you know the, one of the most profound patriots you know since George Washington. I think he he took he took one for the team. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> he uh, he did the right thing. He's been trying to do the right thing for a long time, and uh, eventually, the you know the people that are you know sort of living this life of you know we got to control the world um, our way uh, caught up with him, and you know he had an opportunity to do, have some you know some authority uh, working with the new president, and uh, and they took him out because you know they they feared him. Obviously, you know he was he was over the target, so to speak, catching flack. It's 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 amazing what happened to his family. Uh, and how they actually survived it, the legal bills that came with it. Uh, but that's just one of those. Dinesh D'Souza, who's an incredible 
not only filmmaker, but just if you've you, many of you listening right now know Dinesh, he'll be there speaking as well. Uh, Congressman Gates has actually been under attack. He will be speaking there uh, also. So there's there there is going to be one of those events you are not going to want to miss, including George Papadopoulos, another one of those that was targeted uh, by the deep state, and he'll be telling his story. So if if you want to be around other like-minded individuals and you want to learn about what's going on, make sure that you go to AmericanPriority.com. You can also use the discount code, I think it's uh, Ben, if I'm not mistaken, and you can sign up and that will get you a discount as well. Uh, So I'd love to see you down there, especially for the golf tournament. So if you want to come down for the golf tournament and be a part of that, uh, you can sign up online. It's easy, AmericanPriority.com. And you just go there, you click on the to, to become a, you know, get involved in the event, sign up, buy your tickets, uh, and you can join us for that golf term as well. I, I think this is going to be one of the best conservative events of the year. And, Alex, one of the reasons why you guys obviously picked Trump Drow is because it's a Trump property, and that just brings on a, a, a whole nother aspect to this great event. Well, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful resort, and we do like that. But honestly, the first year that we looked at the, uh, a lot of properties, you know, this particular one just had the best value to us. Not to mention a nice, beautiful wall all the way around the property. <laughs> yeah, safety is safety is key. I mean, there's a lot of people that hate Trump supporters, hate conservatives, uh, and certainly it's uh, this is one of those places where you feel extremely safe. Uh, when you were there. So, uh, again, congratulations on everything you guys are doing. I cannot wait to get down there uh, and be around a bunch of other people. I'll be speaking, obviously, down there, hosting this uh, celebrity uh, charity golf event uh, for for wounded Americans that have served their country. So make sure you find out more about it. Go online right now, uh, and you can see everything at AmericanPriority.com. Alex, Thank you so much for what you're doing, for doing this, taking a risk on a great event several years ago uh, that paid off, and uh, we appreciate your leadership. Well, Ben, it was a pleasure being on here, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you, sir. I hope every one of you that's hearing this right now will help us spread this information and get the real word out there about the lies of Anthony Blinken. Make sure you hit that little arrow button and share this podcast on social media. You can share it on all the different platforms. Make sure you tell your family and friends about this podcast. Thank you for helping us grow. We were one of the top 20 podcasts in politics yesterday, all because of you. So thank you for that. Keep it up. We'll see you back here tomorrow. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.